0: Welcome to the prophetic podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Enjoy today's message. The good God. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, He's, He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be. Everybody ought to pray. <laughs> hey. oh. everybody need to. Jesus, blessed Savior, blessed. He's worthy, he's worthy to be. Bless his name. 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 Romans chapter one verse twenty. Osha yelebe Amen. Romans chapter one verse twenty-one. Now, how many of you know? How many of you know? There's power. In the Word of God, yes. clap those hands for Jesus if you can. Everybody, clap your hands. Okay. How many know there's power in the Word of God? Yes. Second Timothy two fifteen says, "Study to show yourself approved unto God." Is that right? Yes. Work need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the Word of truth. Now, I always remember that, and uh, that's very vital because if you don't. Rightly divide the word of God Rightly You don't rightly divide it You will take the word of God Literal In places that is supposed to be Figurative For instance If your right hand offended The bible says what Alright well if that was literal We'd have a whole bunch of people in here With one hand Cause I'm sure your right hand Unoffended you if you done did something you ain't supposed to do with your right hand. In advance, amen, that's true. Amen. So the word of God has to be rightly divided. I went to go visit a dear friend of mine, church, real strict holiness. I mean, strict. I mean, the women don't wear makeup. They don't wear pants. They, they still wear, they wear cotton stockings. I mean, strict. I'm strict. You was with me. Yeah, I mean, they are strict, head coverings and all those things. And I sat down with the preachers and I started showing them things in the word of god and they say well i'm, I'm just going just was written in the book right here and i said something to them that messed them up i said first of all your ink remember this you can never properly understand the bible in just english because english was not inspired it is the greek that was inspired it was the hebrew that was inspired the old testament was written in the hebrew the new testament was written in greek so until you understand it in the hebrew and the greek you can't get the real meaning of it also in your interpretation of the scripture you have to understand that a letter a, 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 a message only has one interpretation people said the bible got a whole bunch of interpretations. that's not true remember this if i was to write sister Nikki a letter the only thing the letter could mean is what me the writer intended it to mean. i can't take the letter that i wrote to her she can't come and read my letter and tell me what I meant. So in honor, when we do exegesis of the scripture, we're not just reading the Bible. We have to go all the way back to history. Why did he write that? Does that make sense? First Corinthians 11 chapter. Deals with head coverings. Yes. Okay, if you take that and say, well, right now, the Bible says if a woman pray a prophet, with her head uncovered, she'll dishonor her head. That's what the Bible says, right? Yes. How can you put that and think it means what it means now when it was written, watch this, in an Eastern culture right. where all the women wear right. head coverings. It's not a phenomenon. If you go to the, don't Muslims wear head covering? Yeah. They're in the East. Their religion come from the East. So it makes sense. In America, the West, we don't wear no head covering. Only head covering we got is wigs. <laughs> okay. So all I'm saying to you is, The word of God has to be rightly divided. And so I have a lot of friends and preachers and men, they are very strict. And and when I sit in a room with them, I say, listen, you mean well, but you are doing the body an injustice because you preaching what somebody told you. There's no way you can become a student of the word of God. And hold on to your traditions. No way. No way. When you think that women can't wear pants because the Bible says don't wear nothing that pertains to another man's garment, that cannot mean pants because in their culture they didn't have pants. Nobody wear pants, so I couldn't have been taught my pants. Say, amen. Amen. amen, amen. So, you have to get a proper understanding of the word of God, it has to be rightly divided. So, when I go to certain passages and texts, there's a reason I go back to the beginning what it meant because if not, you'll take scriptures out of context. Romans, the first chapter, is dealing with creation, it's dealing with the beginning of time. And he's showing you these things. He said, because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. And I told this all happens in a a four-step process. You don't glorify him. Once that word glory means to esteem him or give him value. That when Christ loses value in your life, the next thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to become unthankful. When God loses the place in your life, That he's supposed to have. I'm going to know it. Because your attitude is going to become an attitude of complaining. Because Christ has lost value. They didn't glorify him. The Bible says they were not thankful. And look at what happened after they became unthankful. They became vain in their what? Can I keep going? All right. So the minute something else. Begins to occupy your attention the minute christ what he said what he's commanded what he's told you to do the minute you lose value on the very purpose of us being here that we are not here just to come to no social gathering you're not here on sunday just say i came to church on sunday that's not what we're here for we're here because god has commanded us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together and he said, "With well, two or three gather how? In my name. Guess where he's at? In the midst. Right. He's commanded us, Psalm 133, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together how? In unity. So he's commanded us to do that. And because he has value and I've given him value in my life, I have an attitude of thankfulness. And I told you that whenever God brings you out of something, you need to make a monument. Who remember I said that the other night? That when God does something in your life, you ought to have notes in your room that say, January the 5th, 2004, my son almost died, but God brought me through. That's a monument. You got to have places in your life that when you walk by it, you remember something He done for you. Look at you. Some, some of your children are monuments. Hey, glory. And if you ever got a reason to not be thankful Every time you look at them You ought to say Lord I thank you Your job Some of them cars y'all drive You know it's a monument Why I say that You know that car should have broke down a long time ago And the mere fact that it's still driving you Thank you Jesus Look at folks. You all tell them, but you know every night you go out there. and Say, you know, look at my monument right there. I know it's tough, but it's rolling. I know it's struggling, but it get me where I gotta go. Say, Amen. Watch this, and the next thing that happens is your imagination becomes vain, and you begin to imagine failure and not success. All of these things happen when you lose appreciation for who God is. I want to break down imagination to you because a lot of us think that imagination is childish. I'm an adult. I don't need to use my imagination. You know Barney. You know Barney was imagination and all that kind of stuff. But I want to take there's a difference. Watch this. Between fantasy and imagination. Some of you fantasize but you don't have a good imagination, and there's a difference. An imagination is the process, I wrote it down as a definition, the process of forming a mental image of something not real or present. My imagination is when I form a mental image of something that's not real or is not present. Okay, let me help you. If I was to ask most of you in here right now, how many doors are in your house? Most of you could not tell me right off the key because you've never counted the doors. But sitting in your seat, you can travel to your house. In your what? Imagination. And start walking through doors. There go one door. There go one door. There go one door. And as you do that. You are forming a what? Imagination. The only way you are able to count the doors. In your house from this room. Is because you use your imagination. You form a mental image. Am I making sense? Somebody shout "Imagination." imagination. Right now. If I was to say apple, your mind doesn't see A P P L E. Your mind forms a mental image. Some of you, it may be a green apple, maybe a red apple, maybe an apple that's struggling. You know, you might got an apple on your kitchen table, been there for 20 years, whatever it is. But when I say apple Your mind does not go to words Your mind goes to Somebody shout image, image. Watch this Here's what I need you to get Because we're going somewhere If you can't picture it You can't retain it That's good wow. That's good, wow. That's good. Wow. That's good. Wow. Right. While I'm preaching And I'm ministering My job it's to make the word of God come alive so that you can picture what I'm preaching. Because it's not till you picture it that you can retain it. Are you still with me? Look at somebody and say you got to go there. You got to go there. The whole purpose of construction before you build the house You get an architect What they do? Form a picture They give you what? Blueprints Because I don't care how much you talk about a house How much Until you see it You start seeing Uh oh there go the door, there go this Because that blueprint, that architect's job Is to make you see The house before you get in the house Thank you for listening to The Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit briankarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call 1-855-984-2276 or 1-833-522-5433. More grace. We're excited about your future.